Welcome to the Mentors at Dianza podcast. I am Emma, your host for today. I'm Thomas, your co-host for today. As any good podcast should do, we are going to start with a disclaimer. The views expressed on this podcast by the guests and hosts do not represent the views or policies of Dianza College, any of its programs or organizations, or the views of the organizations or programs that the guests are part of. Thank you, Thomas. Today's podcast is the 2020-2021 Senior Mentor Team Outro, as they are all transferring to various universities this fall. Before we introduce our guests, we'll do a quick introduction of ourselves, the host. I'll start first. I'm an economics major and I'll be going into my second year at Dianza. I'll also be the Mentors at Dianza Senior Mentor for Podcast in the 2021-2022 academic year. Greetings all, I'm Thomas, and I'll be the editor for this podcast and secondary host for this episode and the second mentor for podcast. I am currently a sophomore at Dianza for economics and international relations with a minor in math. Great, now we'll ask our guest, the 2020-2021 first senior mentor team, to introduce themselves. Hi everyone, my name is Karina Teagarjan and I started the Mentors at Dianza program in 2020 under the Office of College Life. I was incredibly lucky to have Honju support my proposal for this program and I was able to start it during the summer of 2020. I also served as a lead mentor from 2020 to 2021 or the COVID year as I'm sure it will be infamously known as. I'm currently an economics major who transferred to Stanford. Hi, my name is Mihola Sharma. My pronouns are she, they. And in the program, I was a lead mentor as well as a senior mentor in charge of marketing and peer pairings. You, Tom. Um, I was a senior mentor with the Mentors at Dianza program, and I was in charge of the mentorship training. And I will be a rising junior going to UC Berkeley for English. Hi, all. My name is Ananya. My pronouns are she, her. I was a senior mentor for the Mentors at Dianza program. I was in charge of programs. I don't know if I said more, um, but I am a rising junior and I will be attending UC Davis as a political science major. Hi everyone, I'm Fabiana and I was one of the first senior mentors with the program. I'm currently going to be transferring to UC Berkeley as an economics major for the fall of 2021. Thank you all for your introductions and now for your outros. I'll be asking you to reflect on the past year. So my first question is, what are some challenges that you faced and what do you think are some accomplishments that you achieved as a senior mentor? When I first conceived of this program, I never imagined creating it entirely online. The proposal was submitted in January when we were still in person, so one of my biggest challenges with this program was reimagining it in a virtual space. I knew this would be especially important during a time when it would be harder to meet people and get help. And I'm really glad that we persevered and pushed to create the program anyway. An accomplishment I'm really proud of with this team is the two transfer panels we hosted in fall of 2021. They're on YouTube and have thousands of views. I'm so proud we created content that will continue to be a resource for Dianza and for students into the future. And I'm really excited that the new team is doing the same. Some challenges that I faced was feeling like we weren't really reaching out to a large part of the student body. Felt like we were missing out on a lot of individuals who needed this mentorship, who needed someone that they could ask questions and get advice from. You know, a lot of students did not have access to technology in general, to internet, things like that. And so I felt like we weren't able to really reach out to these individuals, but I believe that we did the best that we could have at that time. Alrighty, so as um, the senior mentor for mentorship training, I 
do think that really connecting with the peer mentor group was a bit of a challenge, especially as Karina mentioned earlier, with the online format. It was it was interesting, really, just trying to get, you know, the mentors together as a group, the, the entire group, not just the senior mentor team, to get together and discuss, like, you know, how you feel going to mentorship, especially since it's like a new program at De Anza. Um, but I also just really have the senior mentor team to thank because they were always so supportive, helping facilitate like smaller conversations within breakout rooms. That, as I'm sure we're all familiar with now over Zoom, um, often helps ha- helps us have better conversations. So I do think that was a really big success because um, personally, I think it was easier to feel like there was a community of other mentors in this new journey with us together. And, and I really do hope that, that our peer mentors felt the same way. So, yeah. Yeah. So it's a, it's a great question, you know, as, as someone in charge of programs, I think it was really kind of difficult. It was interesting on my part because it's, it's a new program and I'm really, really proud of all the events that we put on as Karina said, we had a lot of different transfer panels and that garnered a lot of views and a lot of attendance. So that was great. And we had a lot of different mixers and we had our first transfers, like the Dianza Transfer Center and mentors. We had our first ever like transfer celebration event that was really recent and that also got a lot of buzz a lot of people came so yeah I'm just really I'm I'm really proud of all our accomplishments so I start with the challenges like Yutong said I think the communication between some of the peer mentors and mentees were a little bit difficult and it might be difficult to imagine now but 2020 was such a whirlwind and I think I just remember feeling a lot of anxiety about the future about what's going on around us a lot of fear and I think For those who we were able to connect to, I think it did take a little bit of a leap of faith to come and be a part of something that's entirely new and they might not entirely be sure of. But yeah, and and I do agree that it was thanks to the fact that we had such a great team that we were able to put together a lot of accomplishments. The transfer panels were a humongous success and definitely wouldn't have been able to go the way that it did if we didn't have everyone participating and you know working actively towards it and I know we put together a whole training course a six-week um, training course for all of our peer mentors and personally it was just a really great accomplishment to see all of the peer mentees that I was able to to connect with grow throughout the quarter so very interesting and very rewarding. Thank you for all of your thoughtful responses so I'm curious what do you hope for in the future of mentors at Dianza? I hope this program becomes more integrated into the system of De Anza so every student gets a peer mentor when they join the college. There is something incredibly powerful about having someone who is going through the same experience as you to ask questions and get support from. When we go back to interpersonal teaching, I also hope we're able to add more to our services, such as having someone meet you on your first day and help you get to classes, or have someone show you the campus before you start, or even Q&As with current mentors for high school students who are considering community college. I also hope we continue to create great content for YouTube and podcasts like these so that we can provide a wealth of knowledge for future students to learn from, be inspired by, and generally see how much we can achieve at De Anza. For the future of mentors at De Anza, I really hope that the program, of course, grows. I hope that the program can really work in collaboration with the major programs and the first year experience program so that students who just come into De Anza are aware of the program and can get into the mentorship as soon as possible. As well as I hope that the senior mentors continue to push out all the resources and opportunities that mentors and the has for students 
two students passed Deansa College, like two other community colleges, because our transfer panel did that. And I felt like that was very, very beneficial for students at community colleges everywhere. I loved all of um, Karina's hopes for the future. I think they're very, um, very specific goals that, you know, always helps guide the program forward. And I personally am all about like the human to human aspect, the human contact. And I think a lot of us touched on it earlier. It's that it's, it's really hard to connect. And I think there are a lot of elements that would, you know, make the entire experience feel more like a peer to peer relationship. And you're actually being supported by someone when that someone isn't behind the screen. Cause we do miss out on a lot of cues or just the head nods even that you could see from a person who you're connecting with and getting support from in person. And I also do hope that this program gets to connect more with the other programs on campus. I think did initially start getting, get started with the Student Success Center, for example. I do think a lot of equity programs would really benefit from integrating or just holding hands um, with the mentors at the end of program. And I think Karina had a great idea about high school because the high school students coming in are the ones who need the support, human to human, and just feeling like someone's really there for you. Yeah, I, I completely agree with everything that Karina and Yitong have said. Similarly to Karina, I, I hope that this program is really like well known on campus and gets really cemented and everything. I think a lot of the hopes that I would want for this would be covered. I hope that especially in, in terms of programs, we start collaborating not just with organizations on Deanza's campus, but maybe outside as well, just so we can really push our name and our program out there because it's it's such an amazing program and I think that you know now with you know the pandemic and stuff that you know like everything's going on um, going back into person I, I really hope that this um, program can give the support to people who really really need it. Oh wow so everyone had some really good ideas and personally I really would like to see a smooth transition to in-person. We built the program online and so I'm interested to see how the transition goes and I hope that I hope that it's, it becomes easier for mentors and mentees to connect with each other as well as you know and we don't and in the process we don't sacrifice any reliable or accurate knowledge and services resources that we can provide for transfer students. So that's kind of my hope for the future. Thank you, everyone. I feel like we have such big shoes to fill <laughs> in coming into the next year, but I am definitely excited for this upcoming year. And now for our next question. What advice do you have for students who are in of Deanza? Do you have any practical advice for either school or in-person schooling? My biggest piece of advice is don't let fear prevent you from doing things at Deanza. See this experience as a testing ground for your interests, hopes, and possibilities. Always be willing to talk to people and ask questions no matter how afraid you are. Just ask them. Everyone is surprisingly willing to help, and there are so many people here in your corner waiting for you to succeed. And always remember to reach out to the Mentors Program if you need any help. For advice for students at Deanza, I would say definitely get involved as soon as possible. Get involved in student leadership opportunities, in clubs, classes, relationships with professors, like really, really do it quickly. I know your first quarter, it'll be a little bit confusing, but take time to just explore and do your research. The website is like a hidden treasure trove. It's just a hidden treasure. Like you really need to utilize that website because there's so many opportunities, scholarships and stuff that are in that website. 
that you won't hear of if you just don't do your research. So do your research and you will benefit in the long run. Some practical advice I would say for both online and in-person schooling is definitely get a planner. <laughs> a planner is a lifesaver. And no matter what you do past community college, in for long term, it's going to help you with your career, career or whatever you hope to do in the long run. It's just going to help you keep organized and keep things in front of you and make sure you don't miss things like homework. So I couldn't have put it any better after Karina, but my biggest thing was just ask. Um, that's that's the best advice I've ever received. And it's the one advice that I'm going to keep giving to every, everybody who asks me is just ask. Like the worst that could happen is that they say no, right? Um, and at the end of the day, if you're a student, you are probably maybe facing some challenges or having some needs that you feel like need to be met. And to be honest, you are not the first student to be feeling that way. You're not the first student to have come through the gates of De Anza with just needs or goals or something that you want to achieve. And as Karina said, there is someone in your corner who's going to be out there um, just rooting for you. And in terms of school and in-person schooling, I had to learn this the hard way, but actually getting organized is a very good trick. It might be boring, but sit down and write things down or make a spreadsheet, like make it fun, make it your own. But getting organized is such a lifesaver. I'm still working on it and I'm going to keep working on it. But if you're listening to this, just get started. Yeah, I completely agree with everything Karine and Yutong have said. Super, super, I, I really agree. And then, as Yutong said before, like, there's probably some other student that's facing the same problem that you are. Just remember that you are not alone. There are probably hundreds of students who are facing the same issues that you are. And uh, another advice that I would want to tell someone is that there's so many resources that Dianza offers for students, and they don't even realize that the resource is there for them to use. So go out and find things um you know all of these go talk to go talk to like you know staff like tas or professors or even just like staff members or anybody because they will just they're just all such a wealth of knowledge and they're always there to help you um everyone campus is so helpful so yeah um always ask always ask for help because help is is going to be given um, yeah, so if I could speak to anything about, you know, student life experience at Dianza, I think the biggest piece of advice I would give to you would be to try everything that excites you and you think is awesome and cool and you want to be a part of it. Reach out to the people who are part of it and ask them, like, what can you do? I think that has really made the biggest difference in my experience at Dianza. And even though it was online, I was able to meet so many different people and be a part of so many different projects and opportunities. So I would definitely encourage you to step out of your comfort zone and um, meet people, make connections. Um, and then in terms of, you know, functioning in class, definitely <laughs> participate in class. It's really scary. I am still kind of in that area, but I tell myself, you know, just ask three questions every lecture, and it doesn't have to be any specific ones, just ask something. And every time I do, I'm scared. But when I do it, I feel that it becomes a little easier. And you also, you'd be surprised how much you would have missed out on if you hadn't said anything. So even though it's scary, I never regret asking questions in class. So that's what I would definitely recommend to the people who are listening. Yes, we appreciate your insights and advice. So now let's have a bit of fun for our final question, which is, 
what can't you stop thinking about this week? This is a question for everyone and I'll answer first. So I would say thinking about character development has been something I've been thinking about all week. For a bit of context, I really enjoy creative writing and I have a ton of original characters that I'm dealing with. Thomas, what about you? Thank you, Emma. Uh, three big things that I've been thinking about this week. Number one, switching over my computer and my phone and my calendar to Japanese has been an interesting shift for me. It also writing things for me is a new shift, as because I've only really started recently to create media rather than consume media through things like reading nonfiction or consuming media in Japanese, as I'm trying to learn it. And reading through Ian W. Toll's Six Frigates is a good reminder that not much in, is out there that is new. It's just the technology changes, not people's behavior. Honestly, right now, what I can't get out of my head is my to-do list. Um, I transferred to Stanford, which is also a quarter system like the Anza. So we're already in our third week and fi uh, midterms are coming <laughs> very close. And it's surprising how much work just piles up. And so I have my to-do list every morning, and I try to check off things. And um, that's kind of what's stuck in my head. I'm just going through it over and over again. So uh, for everyone who's got midterms coming up, good luck. And I totally understand if it's stuck in your head. This week, I can't stop thinking about Britney Spears, actually, and her conservatorship. 13 years is a very long time for her father to like own everything from her body to her money to every single thing. It's quite horrifying. Uh, please look into the case if you are not aware, but hashtag free Britney Spears. Yeah, thank you. Can I interest you in everything all the time? Um, so that's a little snippet of my singing voice. But yes, Bo Burnham Inside is amazing and highly recommend. Um, not a paid promotion, but definitely recommend you go check it out. And some things that are on my mind is that I'm actually reconnecting with my favorite English teacher from high school. And I'm an English teacher now, and I'm so nervous. I've just been thinking about it all week. I'm like, oh my God, what do I say to him? Like the last time I saw him, I was like 16 years old. Like, this is so weird. But anyways, that's that. And another thing that's on my mind is I've binge watched three seasons of the TV show Lucifer in the past week. And um, I don't know, the characters just stuck in my mind and I keep dreaming up new episodes when I'm sleeping. So that's been fun. <laughs> yeah, oh my god, this is such a great question. So there's like three things that I'm, well, more like two, but three things that I'm thinking about. I'm a huge, Mar it's not paid by the way, but I'm a huge Marvel fan. So I've been keeping up with watching Loki on Disney Plus. So that's always going through my head. I love that show so much. I can talk about it for hours on end. So that's been running through my head. Second is Netflix's on Netflix and wrapping up Narcos Mexico. So that's also going through my head. Totally two different genres. And then, and I love watching TV shows and everything. So it was great. And third one is that over the weekend, two of my close friends and I are going to SF for the weekend. And this is something we've been planning since like high school graduation. And we have not been able to do it until now. So it's like two years in the making or whatever. So yeah, I'm like super excited about all three of those things. Okay, man, so many things. I think, okay, so recently I discovered a recipe for the most amazing <laughs> vegan ice cream. I'm not even vegan, but that's <laughs> how good this recipe is. It's a coconut purple sweet potato ice cream. So recently I discovered purple sweet potatoes and all you have to do is like stick them in the oven for like an hour and then puree them with some coconut milk. 
and then you just toss that into the freezer and you just forget about it for like a day and then you come back to it and it's just like so creamy and delicious and it's so simple too but lately it's been so hot and that's I yeah I'm just thinking about the next time I'm gonna I'm gonna try that recipe again so that's something that hasn't left my brain and it's living there rent free but yeah other than that, just, you know, regular summer plans, hanging out with friends, and uh, preparing for school again, I guess. That's pretty much it. Thanks, everyone, for sharing. So and that wraps up our 2020-2021 Senior Mentor Team outro episode. Thank you so much, everyone, for being yes on our mentors at Danza Podcast. We really appreciate you sharing your reflections and advice. Okay, to wrap up this podcast, we will obviously have to have a disclaimer at the end. The views expressed on this podcast by the guests and hosts do not represent the views or policies of De Anza College, any programs or organizations, or the views of the organizations or groups that the guests are part of. I'm now going to say thank you for listening to this episode of Mentors at De Anza Podcast, and we hope that you tune in next time. Until then, matane. Thank you for listening to this episode of De Anza Dialogues. Remember to check us out on Instagram and Facebook with the handle at Mentors at De Anza. If you have general inquiries about Mentors at De Anza, feel free to contact Mentors at De Anza at fhda.edu. For podcast-specific inquiries, contact us at mentorsdapodcast at fhda.edu. You can find the links to the show notes and transcription in the description below. Don't forget to leave a five-star rating, review, subscribe, and share this with your friends. Mm-hmm.